you know, even though there were six men sitting up here in the front a million years ago when we got here, <laughs> there have always been plenty of women around. <laughs> and not only the women, but the feminine, the goddess. And so I'm going to tell you a story written more than a thousand years ago, the Devi Mahatmayam, the glorification of the great goddess. Actually, I'm only going to tell you one of the hundreds of stories that I could tell you about her, but Shabda would probably get mad if I said that. Well, likely not. <laughs> <laughs> So it was the forest. In the forest is the ashram. And in the ashram is a king who has been ousted from his kingdom. His sons have gotten together and thrown him out. And he's escaped to the ashram. He meets a merchant there who had been a big stockbroker but gotten caught. <laughs> and he too lost all of his fortune and escaped to the ashram. And while they were there meditating and trying to understand what had happened in their lives, what did it mean? They began talking to each other. And the king said, I know even though my sons threw me out and my wife went with them. I still keep thinking about them. How are they? What's happening? I worry about them. And the merchant and the stockbroker said, I know, even though I, I did make some mistakes in my um, ethical guidelines, um, but, but I still keep worrying about my family and the people I worked with. Why is it? Why is it that we're still so attached? So the king went to the Rishi and said, how is it, O oh best of sages, that this merchant has been disowned by his children, his wife, his servants, and yet he still is inordinately affectionate towards them? Both he and I, drawn by attachments toward objects whose defects we do know, are exceedingly unhappy. How does this happen then, sir? Although we are aware of it, we are still deluded. This delusion bothers me since I am blinded and without discrimination. And the Rishi began to speak to him and told him of the way in which the aware mind takes an object and all senses take sense objects and thus knowing arises. But I think we've already heard this lecture. <laughs> he says, you know, human beings have children even though they know their children will grow up and become teenagers. 
And we come to retreats, to Federation meetings, even though now they're already talking to us about leaving. And how will we feel when the vans pull up? All people are hurled into the whirlpool of attachment, this pit of delusion, through the power of Mahamaya, the great illusion. It is she who makes the existence of the world possible. Don't be amazed at this. Mahamaya is the, is the yoga nidra, the sleep of Vishnu, Lord of the world. She deludes the world. She, the great Bhagavati, forcibly draws our minds even into this universe, even the minds of the wise, and throws us into delusion. She creates the entire world. She then may become propitious and become a boon giver to human beings for final liberation. She is the supreme knowledge, the cause of final liberation. She is eternal. She is the cause of the bondage of transmigration. And she is sovereign over all the lords. I never heard of her, <laughs> said the king. Can you tell me more about her? How did she come into being? What constitutes her nature? What does she look like? Where did she originate? I really think I should learn everything I can about her. And the Rishi said, she is, as of course you all know, eternal, embodied as this universe. By her, everything is pervaded. Nevertheless, sometimes she comes and takes a particular form, and I will tell you this story. It was the end of a kalpa, and everything had been destroyed, gone back into that stage that we heard about where the microbes within Mother Gaia were beginning their cycle again. The whole universe was covered with water, water everywhere. And the great serpent, Ananta, coiled upon the water, floating and sleeping on his back is Lord Vishnu. Yoga Nidra, the sleep of Vishnu, fills his consciousness and his body, and he is resting peacefully. However, from the dirt in his ears, the dirt in his ears, 
emerge the two great demons, Madhu and Kaitaba. They crawl out of his ears and they look at him and they look around and they see that from the navel of Vishnu is a beautiful lotus flower which rises into the air. And on the lotus flower sits Brahma, Lord of creation in mystic contemplation. Let's get him, they say. And they start sharpening their knives and getting out their swords. And Brahma sees them. He sees that Lord Vishnu is asleep and he decides there's only one thing to do. So he sings a hymn of praise to the Divine Mother, Mahamaya, who makes Vishnu sleep. And he sings to her because he knows how much she loves singing. <laughs> oh, Mahamaya, you are Svaha and Svadha. You are the nectar the great Om, the eternal and imperishable one, an embodiment of the threefold mantra. By you, this universe is born. By you, this universe is created. By you, this universe is protected, O Devi. And you always consume it at the end. You who are always of the form of the entire world, the grasses blowing in the wind, the ticks hiding in the grasses. <laughs> At the time of creation, you are for the form of the creative force. At the time of sustaining, you take the form of protection. And at the time of dissolution, you are the great destructive power. You, the supreme knowledge, the great ignorance, the great intellect, the great contemplation. You are also the great delusion. And he sang to her in this way for longer than I will take right now. said, but he said one special thing that I have to tell you. You are terrible. <coughs> and at the same time, you are pleasing. You are more pleasing than all the pleasing things and exceedingly beautiful. invite you to take that as a meditation. <laughs> you are terrible, and at the same time, you are pleasing, exceedingly pleasing, more pleasing than all the pleasing things, and very beautiful. Well, Mahamaya was awakened by his song and being pleased she listened to his request that he she draw herself up 
from the eyes, the ears, the mouth, the nose, the body, the heart, the mind of Lord Vishnu. And she pulled herself out and Vishnu awoke. As soon as he awoke, he saw the demons Madhu and Kaitaba and the fight began. And you know how this fight goes on, on CNN, on Netflix, every hour of every day you can see this fight going on. The bandits, the cowboys, every culture, you name it. And they fought for over 5,000 years. And Brahma became a bit concerned and whispered quietly to Mahamaya, uh, could you delude them a little bit? <laughs> and so she gave them great pride and they looked at Vishnu and they looked around and they said, we know that we are defeating you, therefore we grant you a boon. What boon would you like? And Vishnu replied, well, to kill you, of course. All right, you may kill us where there is no water. <laughs> How clever they were because as I told you, everything was covered with water. But Vishnu simply smiled and taking his arm, he brought them up onto his thighs and with his sword cut off their heads. Because after all, there was no water on his thighs. And it was in this way then that the goddess came and saved the world saved Brahma, saved Vishnu, and creation began to be manifested again. But there are so many other stories, fights, where the demons and the gods would fight for many, many years, and they would call upon her. And they said, O oh, great goddess of the world, who comes to us as mother, we honor you, we honor you, we honor you. We call on your name. And they begged her, if we are in need, may we call you, may we sing to you, may we pray to you. And she said, of course. And so this great chant, do I have one more minute? Ya Devi Sarva Bote Shows Matri Rupena Samskrita Namastute, 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 Namo Namaha Ya Devi Sarva Bote Shows 
Salim Rupena Samskrita Namastute, 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 Namo Namaha, which roughly translated means, O great mother of the world, who comes to us as, and you can put in whatever quality or attribute you need at this time. As love, we honor you.